Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Shot in the dark. Welcome to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Cena Evil here. Let's get right down to it. I'm just going to stop complaining about AEW Dark. I feel like the same amount of people that complain about it, there's people that complain about the other side of it. Like, there's people complaining that they wanted more matches, that they wanted more entrances from the enhancement talent. So guess what? They got it. Uh, some of the enhancement talents got entr- uh, entrances, not everybody. And uh, there was 16 matches that were scheduled, and guess what? Lucky me. We got 17 matches instead. So, uh, yeah, first match, John Schuyler with a record of 0-2 versus Brian Cage with a record of 14-2, accompanied by Hook. Quick match, quickest match of the show. Um, Brian Cage wins in under a minute with the drill claw. Match number two, Serpentico with a record of 0-1, accompanied by Luther versus Lee Johnson with a record of 1-5, accompanied by Arn Anderson. Johnson wins here with the Blue Thunderbomb getting his first singles victory in AEW. Match number three, J.D. Drake making his AEW debut versus Eddie Kingston with a record of 2-2. Two two. I am very familiar with Drake from his time in Evolve, former Evolve Tag Team Champion with Anthony Henry, uh, former WWN Champion, and him and Kingston have clashed a bunch of times in Evolve as well. This is what you, exactly what you thought it was if you know any of these guys. Uh, Five-minute chop fest with these two brawlers. Uh, Kingston does get the win with the spinning back fist. Um, very high in J.D. Drake. He's a big guy, uh, but he can move. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, very soon we'll see him signing somewhere, whether it's in AEW or NXT, so he could join back with his former tag team partner, Anthony Hendry, and reform the Work Horsemen. Match number four, Brooke Havoc with a record of 0-1. Um, she was kind of accompanied by Cody Rhodes. I know she's one of the uh, Nightmare Factory students. Cody Rhodes kind of escorted her to the ring and then kind of went back to his production duties. Um, she goes 1-1 against Layla Hirsch with a record of 1-2. Easy quick win here by legit Layla Hirsch, winning with the cross arm breaker by submission. Match number five, Jurassic Express with a record of 3-0, rank number two. 
in the tag team division versus Angel Fashion and VSK. Another quick, easy win here with Jungle Boy getting the pin on VSK with the assisted powerbomb. Um, I just love Jungle Boy's entrance. I can't stop talking about it. Uh, as the music goes on, Taz sings along to it. Hilarious. You even see the gun club now. Uh, Austin Gunn and Colton Gunn kind of dancing along to the song. So yeah, fun times. Match number six, QT Marshall with a record of 2-0 accompanied by Nick Camarado versus JJ Garrett making his debut. Uh, Garrett I've seen recently in GCW. He looks like a really young Scott Steiner. Um, like... 1992 Scott Steiner I'm talking about with the mullet and the gear and everything. Uh, Marshall threw up the DDP diamond at one point and hit the diamond cutter for the win for a rare singles victory by QT. Match number seven, Marco Stunt with a record of 14 and 19 versus Max Caster with a record of 11 and 6 accompanied by Anthony Bowers. Uh, Caster's freestyle this week includes comparing Stunt to being Jungle Boy left in a dryer and also calls him Donnie from the Wild Thornberries. That was a little bit beyond my time. Caster gets his first singles victory over Stunt with a flying elbow. Match number eight, John Silver and Alex Reynolds were the record of two and all versus Louis Valley and Chris Peaks. Yes, Peaks and Valley team up. Uh, Valley's been in AEW before, but Peaks is making his debut. Uh, him and Valley have been tag team partners for over 10 years, mostly in Chikara, so it's good to see them here together in AEW. Reynolds gets the, the pin on Valley after they hit the Dark Destroyer. Kip Sapien with a record of 18 and 17, back from his honeymoon with Penelope Ford versus Fuego del Sol with a record of 0 and 3. Easy win here by the newlywed. Sapien winning with the Deathly Hallows. Match number 10, Sean Dean and Carly Bravo with a record of 0 and 1 versus the Varsity Blondes also with a record of 0 and 1. Pillman gets the pin on Bravo after he hits a dropkick off the top rope to Bravo who was on Griff Garrison's shoulders. Match number 11, the Hollywood hunk, Ryan Nemeth, with a record of 1-2, versus Aaron Solo with a record of 0-2. Uh, during the match, Peter Avalon and Cesar Bononi come out to scout Nemeth, who wins with a neckbreaker, and after the match, they join in with Nemeth to attack Solo, but he gets saved by QT Marshall, Lee Johnson, and Nick Camarado of the Nightmare family. Uh, they're really behind Ryan Nemeth, even with his recent um, showing on uh, Impact Wrestling, kind of highlighting him. Uh, I feel like he might be signed. I mean, he looks just like his brother, so if they can't get Dolph Ziggler, they can get... Ryan Ziegler. Match number 12, Diamante and Ivelisse with a record of 3-0 versus Miranda Alizé and Renee Michelle. A commentary mentions how Alizé is part of the stable La Sicaria with Diamante and Ivelisse, but they have been disappointed with her recently in her losses. Ivelisse gets the pin on Alizé after a double kick to the head. Match number 13, Top Flight with a record of 2-0 versus Tony Vega and Steven Stetson, two guys from the Northeast wrestling scene. Dante Martin gets the pin on Stetson after an assisted launching dropkick. Match number 14, Bear Country with a record of 2-0 Teaming up with Sunny Kiss and Joey Dell, who have a record of 9 and 8, versus the team of Mbadu, Levi Shapiro, Daniel Joseph, and Aaron Fryer. Uh, Shapiro and Joseph, I've seen them. Um, they're making their debuts in AEW, but I've seen them in UWN primetime. And Fryer, he's had a couple matches in NXT and 205 Live in the past. Bear Bronson gets the pin on Shapiro after a splash off the shoulders off of Bear Boulder. Match number 15, Peter Avalon and Cesar Bononi with a record of 1-1 one one versus Ryzen and Baron Black. Uh, Avalon pinned Black after Bononi threw Avalon on top of Black with the Martinis. Match number 16, Tisha Price with a record of 0-2 versus Kylan King with a record of 0-1. Nice even back and forth action, but Kylan King does get the pin with the face buster. And our main event, Matt and, Ma Matt and Mike Seidel with a record of 0-1 versus the Hybrid 2 with a record of 0-1 versus SCU with a record of 8-5. <laughs> Matt Seidel comes out with his yoga mat and he starts doing yoga in the middle of the ring with his brother, uh, Matt. Pretty funny. Um, this match wasn't even advertised. It's just a bonus match that we get. And uh, But I really enjoyed it. For a triple threat, it was really good. Best match of the show. It went over 10 minutes. Kazarian does get the pin on Jack Evans with the reverse DDT to keep their team together as the storyline is still in play. 
We go to another episode of the AEW Women's World Championship Eliminator Tournament. Excalibur and Taz are on commentary, so we get two matches from Japan and two matches from the USA, but they're commentating on both of them. Our first match was Nyla Rose with a record of 23-7 versus Ty Conti with a record of 5-1. Very competitive match. Uh, Conti even had the visual pin at one point while the referee was distracted, but Rose does end up winning with the, be- with the Beast Bomb to advance. Emi Sakura with a record of 4-4 four four, accompanied by her students Mei Suruga and Yuna Mizumori versus Yuka Sakazaki with a record of 2-4. This was a very good match. Uh, hands down, my favorite match of the tournament so far. It might be my favorite match that I've seen for this episode of Shot in the Dark, honestly. Um, Sakazaki does get the upset pen to advance, but after the match, she was attacked by Sa- Sakura and her students, but Yuka was actually saved by AEW Women's Champion Hiko Rishida, who was, who's been in Japan doing commentary the entire time. Um, so that, we're actually gonna get a triple threat, I'm sorry, a six-woman match on this upcoming Sunday for this, uh, AEW Women's Special they're having on Bleacher Report. Ryu Mizunami with a record of 2-0 versus Aja Kong with a record of 1-1. Hard-hitting match here, but Ryu does win here by countout. And, our last match is Dr. Britt Baker DMD versus Batty Rinkowski. Rinkowski was actually a last-minute replacement for Anna Jay, who they said suffered a shoulder injury while training, and she has to undergo surgery, and she'll miss anywhere from 6 to 12 months. Uh, Rinkowski was actually attacked as she was making her entrance from Baker. Baker wins here by submission pretty easily with the lockjaw, and after the match, Baker gives her a curb stomp, and her and Rebel go and put makeup all over her Rinkowski's face to make her look like Thunder Rosa. Um, they mentioned because Rinkowski is a student of Rosa, so they're obviously building up to that match still. NXT UK. We get the NXT UK Heritage Cup. A-Kid versus Shaw Samuels. Uh, really good match here. Shaw Samuels gets the first fall in round one by submission. A-Kid comes back with a pinfall in round three. And with a minute and 35 seconds left in the final and fifth round, A-Kid wins by submission in a very good match. Uh, we get a hype video for Walter, which is pretty interesting because they've been hyping up on proper NXT. So I'm not sure where he's going. Maybe they're just trying to throw us a red herring and nobody really knows where he's going to go. Ben Carter defeated Josh Burrell with the Frog Splash. Uh, we also get a pretty tense press conference between Kaylee Ray and Mako Sanamora announcing that the NXT UK Women's Championship match will take place on the March 4th episode of NXT UK. They have a quick hype video for Nina Samuels versus Zaya Brookside, which is taking place on the next episode. We get a quick interview with Tyler Bate saying that he's been training to become the best he can be and he's awaiting new challenges. Danny Luna defeated Lilia James. Quick and dominant match. She wins with a sit-out powerbomb. We go to Ginny and Joseph Connors backstage, telling Piper Niven that she needs to watch her back and they will see her soon. In our main event, Rampage Brown defeated Joe Coffey with the Dr. Bomb. Very, very hard-hitting main event here. Uh, it was downhill for Coffey once he went arm-first into the steel steps, and Brown was able to capitalize on that and get the win. And after the match, they shook hands. 205 Live, Curse Daly and Jake Atlas, Ashanti the Adonis, and Mansoor defeated the team of Everrise and Bollywood Boys. Yes, Bali Rise. With Curse Daly and Pinning Samir Singh after a running headbutt. In the main event, Arya Davari defeated August Grey with the Hammerlock Lariat after a distraction from Tony Nice. On New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong, we see Rocky Romero, Mysterioso, and Adrian Quest defeating Ray Horace, the DKC, and Barrett Brown when Rocky Romero makes um, Barrett Brown tap out from the submission. There was a, a storyline here saying that Barrett Brown is actually um, is on the verge of possibly getting cut from New Japan res- Pro Wrestling Strong because he's been on a losing streak. Pretty interesting. They haven't really said this with any other wrestler. Fred Rosser defeated Hikaleo, and after the match, Hikaleo kind of went berserk and started beating up some of the guys ringside. In our main event, really good match you would expect it from these two. El Phantasmo defeating Leo Rush with a super kick. On Ring of Honor this week, we see Dragon Lee and Kenny King defeating the Briscoes to earn a Ring of Honor World Tag Team title shot next week. And after the match, EC- EC3 returns to confront Jay Briscoe and tells him that he's a free Jay Briscoe and he can control his own narrative. So it's good to see EC3 back on TV. Our second match, Mike Bennett defeated Bateman with a pile driver. After the match, Matt Taven comes out 
and him and Bennett start attacking Bateman until Matt Taven adds Vincent for a match with him, although cause more damage to Bateman. Vincent comes on the screen and he tells Matt Taven no. So Matt Taven slams a chair on Bateman's legs, which had a 2x4 in between them. The spot that we've seen recently between these two teams in the last couple years. And our main event, Ring of Honor six-man tag team title, Shane Taylor uh, Promotions, which is Shane Taylor and SOS, defeated Mexico Squad, the champions of Bandito, Flamita, and Ray Horace. Taylor pins Flamita to win the titles. Very fast, very entertaining match. And Shane Taylor now goes on next week to challenge Roosh for the ROH World Championship. So nice little push to have on Shane Taylor here. And Progress Wrestling returned with Chapter 104, Natural Progression. Our commentary team was Hustle Malone and Charles Crowley with Ray Johnson as the ring announcer. First match was Gene Money versus Spike Trivet versus Omari versus Chris Ridgway. A number one contendership for the Progress World title. Ridgway gets the pin on Money after a punt to the head. And then we get our Natural Progression Series quarterfinals. Luke Jacobs defeated the man like Darice with Jacobs advancing, winning with a lariat. And, uh... Ethan Allen defeated Kid Lycos number two. We also get Millie McKenzie defeating Mercedes Blaze, and a couple more quarterfinal matches with Danny Black defeating Elijah, and Warren Banks defeating Big Guns Joe. Kid Lycos number one defeated Chuck Mambo, and in their main event, Karen Noor defeated Dan Maloney for the Progress World title. And we also get another episode of Evolve, Evolve number two, with matches such as Claudio Castagnoli, Cesaro versus Bobby Fish, Mercedes Martinez versus Sumi Sakai, Jimmy Jacobs versus Johnny Gargano, Chris Hero, Brody Lee, and much more. And another new episode of ICW Fight Club. They also announced in a couple of weeks they're going to have a special ICW show called Bard, where pretty much all the matches are set in a steel cage. Check out some of my reports this week. We have a new uh, Impact report, as well as Bloodsport number 5, with a really good main event of John Moxley versus Davy Boy Smith Jr. Um, check it out if you haven't. Um, there's been rumors of Davy Boy Smith possibly going to WWE. Um, a lot of moves today, if you guys haven't seen The Big Show, or Paul White is now in AEW, um, as well as the recent signings to the WWE Performance Center. So a lot of movements being made today. But yeah, John Moxley, Davy Boy Smith Jr., definitely check it out. The next Bloodsport, number six, will have John Moxley versus Josh Barnett. The long-awaited match will finally happen. That is it for this week's episode. Catch me here next week for another Shot in the Dark. Call it Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait, what rewards? A Dew Operator skin. Man, I love Operator skins. Dual double XP, and even Call of Duty points. You're kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents, 17 plus. Call of Duty points available on 12 and 24 bets and free 20 and 23. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.